Okay, you guys, here we go. She Runs Ultras episode 57. And today I want to talk about a question that I've gotten, I don't know, probably like a dozen times over the last month. And that question is, how do I know if I'm ready to do a 50K? Now, it's January. People are starting to think about what they want to accomplish this year. I've been really harping on people to come up with their big, scary goals. And one of the things that is kind of on the table for a lot of people is making the jump from marathon to ultra and that first distance 50K. And this question, how do I know if I'm ready? It's a good one, but I'm just going to start by ripping off the bandaid here, you guys, because I don't, it wouldn't be or it, I guess it would be disingenuous of me to try to string you along and try to like sweet talk this. <laughs> so the question is, how do you know if you're ready? The answer is you don't. <laughs> it's pretty rare that anyone making the jump from marathon to ultra feels truly 100% ready, right? And that's why you just have to do it. You have to sign up. You have to start the process. You just have to go for it. And so like you guys should know this already. I think it goes without saying, but I'm a hundred percent biased here. I'm always going to encourage you to do an ultra because I believe in their, Oh, I don't know, like magical ability to change lives. Um, and if you think I'm crazy to kind of assign that much power to a running distance and you want some more evidence, then all you have to do is go back and listen to episodes. Oh gosh, I think it's 33 and 41, where I interview Denise, Lorena, and Nicole all about their experience pre and post Ragged 75, right? Right away, you'll notice the difference between how they spoke about the challenge in the before episode, the apprehension, the uncertainty, all of the what ifs, and then how they talked about it in the after episode. I mean, they still expressed, they validated those you know, fears from the before episode, but then they had this whole ability to demonstrate how they worked through the challenges and they figured it out while they were going through the process. So it just ties back to my original point. You're never going to know if you're ready. You just have to sign up and do it and you'll figure it out along the way. Now, if that's not enough for you, (laughs) which I'm guessing There are a lot of you that are listening to this that are like, well, that's not going to cut it, Megan. Like, that's shitty advice. (laughs) I hear you. I get it. So if you're thinking about doing your first 50K, I came up with these three questions that I think are helpful to ask yourself in order to help you decide. Now, I don't want you to really overthink this. This is my caveat. Don't overthink this. Don't overanalyze this. Just listen to these questions and see what comes up for you, okay? I'm still going to always revert back to just do it <laughs> because I think there's so much to be learned through the process. And, you know, if you want to talk about that, we can talk about that too. But in this episode, I really just want to give you these three questions to ask yourself to think about maybe on your next run to help you decide. So question number one, do I have any unfinished business at the marathon distance? I've told this story before, but back in the day, I knew it was time for me to level up and do an ultra because I was over it when I came to marathons. And when I say over it, I don't just mean over it. I mean, really over it. (laughs) I'd been trying to break 
that four hour sub four hour time for years and it, and it wasn't happening. And I was on the verge of giving up on running altogether because I couldn't hit this goal. So when I was introduced to the idea of ultras, I knew it made sense for me because my time with the marathon was just done, right? I didn't care one ounce that I hadn't achieved that four hour goal because truthfully, it wasn't my goal to begin with. It was basically an arbitrary number that I picked out of the air to keep up appearances that I was a air quotes, serious marathoner. But truthfully, I never cared about breaking four hours. And if I'm being really honest, chasing that goal wasn't good for me. I was doing things that weren't healthy and overall just was making running not very much fun. So this first question, do you have any unfinished business at the marathon distance will just kind of help you decide because maybe you do, like maybe you do really want to, I don't know, qualify for Boston, or maybe you really do want to run this one particular race in a really cool place. And that's fine. And you can do that. But if you're done with the marathon, but you're staying there basically because of some of the reasons that I just gave, like you wanted to be hit this arbitrary time goal because you want to be considered a serious runner. Like you don't have to hang on to those ideas. You can let them go and try something new. You can always go back to the marathon, right? I mean, I don't think you should because <laughs> ultras are way more fun, but you can always go back. So don't kind of waffle in the decision because you feel like you're giving something up because you don't know what you're going to get. I promise you what you're going to get is so much better than where you're currently sitting now. Okay. I'm going to try not to inject a lot of bias into this, but I, I feel like it might be hard for me. So, all right. Question number two, do I like the process of training? Do I like the process of training? Now, we tend to emphasize the accomplishment of finishing the race, but the important and most fulfilling part of the race takes place long before you ever toe the line, and that is during the training phase. So if you don't enjoy this process of getting out there and logging the miles or doing the stretching or the strength training or the mobility work, then I can guarantee you an ultra isn't for you. Um, a 16-week run only training plan isn't going to cut it at the 50k distance if you want to get across the finish line as I like to say happy healthy and in one piece now if you're a group coaching client of mine or a client of mine you're probably laughing because you've heard this phrase a million times but it's my litmus test for how your training goes happy healthy and in one piece meaning you're excited to show up there you're healthy and you're in one piece meaning that you're not broken or battered because you've beat yourself up during training and to do that to you know get to the starting line happy healthy and in one piece you're gonna have to do lots of training some of it you will feel like training, will feel like hard work, and some of it will feel more like fun, but it has to happen in order for you to achieve that goal. The athletes, and by athletes, I mean you, even if you don't think of yourself as an athlete right now, if you're listening to this podcast, then you are an athlete. We could do a whole episode on that. <laughs> the athletes that have success and enjoy the ultra distance are those that put in the work across all fronts of 
training. And I don't just mean running. I mean walking, running, strength training, stretching, mobility work, nutrition, sleep, recovery, all of the things. Mindset. I don't know how I forgot mindset in there. The process is the journey. It's like a very cliche phrase, but I'm going to put it in here because it is the truth. Um, and it's cliche for a reason, right? Even if I never raced, someone posed this question to me a while ago and I thought about it long and hard and I, I want to include it here because I think it's important. Even if I never, ever, ever raced an ultra or anything else ever in the future, I would still train because of what I personally get out of the process. Okay. Like that says a lot. And so if you don't enjoy the process of training right now at your current distance, then don't bother signing up for a 50K, (laughs) okay? Because you're not just going to magically start loving it. So unless you can start to love the process or like the process or enjoy it now, maybe that means you have to shift it, then ultra training isn't going to be for you. Now, I will say, here's another tangent, that a lot of the times people don't like the process of training because they're doing shitty training. Like they're not doing the right kinds of training. I was actually just having a conversation with my client Erin the other day about how she feels on the current plan that I have her working on right now that incorporates all of that stuff that I just said, walking, running, strength training, stretching, mobility work, all of the things versus how she trained before where she felt battered, beaten, worn out, tired, exhausted all of the time. And I could go back in in her training peaks data and look at what she had done previously. And there wasn't a lot of this other, what, what people would classify as air quotes, other stuff incorporated into her training plan. She was basically running and training super hard all of the time. So of course you're not going to love the process. Why would you sign up for more of that? (laughs) Okay. So I think to understand if you like the process of training, you actually have to take a step back and look at all of your training from like a 30,000 foot view and see what you have going on. And if you have way more running than you have walking and strength training and mobility and all of that other stuff, that's something to have a look at. Like the components of a good training plan, and you can go back and listen to episode four where I talk about how to write your own training plan, but that will give you an outline of what to include in there. If your training plan doesn't have this stuff in it and you don't like training, then maybe don't abandon the training altogether, but like look at other ways to incorporate other things, okay, that might actually facilitate you enjoying the process. All right. So question number two was, do I like the process of training? It's multi-layered. This is why I don't want you guys to get too hung up in these questions and overanalyze them. I'm just offering them as a way for you to kind of put a like critical lens, look at your training through a critical lens to see is, does this make sense? Does going from where I'm at now to where I want to go at this 50k distance, does it make sense? Okay. Question number three, this is the last question, but certainly not the least question. Do I like a challenge? <laughs> question number three, do I like a challenge? Lots of people here, this, it's been my experience, I should preface this, that lots of people say they like a challenge until they are legit in the middle of it. 
And then all they want to do is bail because it's hard or uncomfortable or unfamiliar territory. And I get that. I'm raising my hand over here because I used to be one of these people, but um, that is not where I currently sit. So, you know, if you find yourself talking the talk like, oh, I like a good challenge, but then, you know, you're out on your long run and you just, you know, at the first sign of pain or discomfort or adversity, or you're over it or you're tired, you just, you call for, you phone it in, you call for a ride home, then, um, ultra training is probably going to be hard for you. Let's just put it that way. Okay. And as as another side note, I don't want to paint ultra training as being really difficult because it's not. I don't think it is at all. And in fact, I've encouraged a lot of people to go from the half marathon distance, skip right over a marathon. I mean, you'll do one in training, but skip right over it and go to an ultra. So it's not this thing that's like up on a shelf and so elite that a quote unquote normal person or a quote unquote average athlete can't do it. So please don't get that twisted. Like, <laughs> I think that's the first time I've ever used that phrase, but don't mistake what I'm saying as trying to talk you out of it because realistically what I'm trying to do is talk all of you into doing it. I'm just trying to give you some ways to help you filter the decision. I'm off track, which is pretty typical for me, but do I like a challenge? Okay. So there's no set list of things that every ultra runner will face in training, right? Everyone's challenges are going to be different. But if you're the type of person that throws up your hands at the first sign of adversity, it's going to be a long road. And that's not, no pun intended, um, to getting your first 50K finish. So here are just a few examples from my own personal training, all right? So back in the day, when I started training for my first 50K, it really forced me to get creative with my schedule in order to fit everything in. Now, as a result of that, fast forward to the present, I have a routine that allows me to be focused and effective with my time. It's one of the things that I pride myself on is getting a lot of things done and done really well and not, you know, half-assed. Another thing that it taught me was how to be prepared when out on a run by myself, food, water, gear, safety equipment, like all of the things. It taught me how to think forwards and be sure that my phone was charged and I told somebody where I was going and all of the things that was going to, you know, allow me to be safe and prepared when on on a run by myself. And this might seem very simple and rudimentary, but when you're training for a marathon or half marathon or any sort of road race, you're typically on roads <laughs> with cars and access to, you know, maybe other people that you could flag down and get assistance from. When you're training for a 50k, most likely you're going to spend a good portion of your time on trails and you don't have the opportunity to just flag down a car. You're going to be in the middle of the woods. You're going to have to figure out how to properly take care of yourself. So that was another benefit of this. And basically it's afforded me the opportunity to push my boundaries and explore the line between what's comfortable and what's uncomfortable. So it kind of all falls under this umbrella of do you like a challenge? Because you can't really pinpoint, well, do you like, um, you know, like a running challenge? Do you like a mental challenge? Like all of those things are under this big umbrella. So these challenges aren't 
going to be solely relegated to training. The challenges could come, like I mentioned, by way of scheduling or preparing or planning or, you know, getting buy-in from your friends or family to help and support you. Like, it's just really comes back to this, the original question, which, which is, do I like a challenge? And do you like to try to figure out ways to overcome obstacles that might be presented to you on the way to getting that first 50k finish and once you've done that I mean look because you've figured out a lot of stuff up to this point right I bet you know those of you guys that are listening to this have done 5ks 10ks half marathons like maybe even marathons as well and you're like in the process of getting trained up for those things you've overcome a ton of challenges now you might look back and think like oh well that's just how it is now, but that's how you will feel about it after you finish your 50K. All of that stuff that maybe you took for granted or you thought was so hard, like it will become everyday commonplace for you now and you just execute on it. So if you're questioning whether or not you're ready to do a 50K, ask yourself these three questions and see what comes up, right? Question number one, do I have any unfinished business at the marathon distance? Just see what happens. Maybe write it down, you know, or you could just, if you're out on a run and you're listening to this, you could just start hit pause and just start to think about this question while you're running. Do you have any unfinished business at the marathon distance? Is there something else you want to do? Is there some like meaning, purposeful meaning for you to continue on at this distance, right? And then come back and listen to the next question. (laughs) So question number two, do I like the process of training? Do I enjoy getting up and doing the miles and strength training and stretching and doing all of the things? Now, you don't have to love every component of it, but you have to enjoy the process. You have to feel like if you never raced again, that you would continue doing these things because of the benefit that they give you apart from racing. And question number three, do I like a challenge? Do I like to figure out how to overcome things that get put in my way? Now, the caveat to that, I will say, I don't love every challenge that I get presented with, but every obstacle or challenge that I overcome helps me to build a little bit of confidence in myself and my ability to then take on the next one. So, tangent here. If you are currently feeling like, you can't do it or that you don't know if you should do a 50k and you're waffling on this decision you have to make the decision either way because we expend a lot of energy kind of just sitting around waffling you know like just on the open ocean in this boat <laughs> with a paddle in our hand saying okay well which way do I want to go I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. So make a decision and then just go with it. You can always change your mind. And what I'll say about this is I think where people get hung up is with this idea that they're supposed to know how to do it before they actually do it. And I used to think this way. So I feel qualified to talk on this topic. (laughs) I used to feel like I should know how to do all of the things associated with that goal before I ever 
start. And that's just complete and utter bullshit, first of all. And second of all, you're going to stay really stuck if that's how you feel. So if you're kind of in this place in the middle, you don't know if you should do a 50K or not. Again, I'm always going to say just hit the button and sign up because you're going to learn along the way. And then every single learning that you have, every step that you take forward is going to help you, this goes back to my original point, build a little bit of confidence in yourself and your abilities to then be like, okay, well, I did that. I didn't think I could do that before, but now that I've done it, what's next? Ask yourself those questions. Think about them, you know, while you're on a run or maybe like if you're somebody who likes to journal, just think about them. Don't think too hard. Don't overanalyze it, right? Like I said at the beginning, just put it out there and see what comes back. Now, I know I said at the beginning that I was biased and I am, but I also just want to put out there that this distance and just ultras in general aren't for everyone. And if you ask yourself these questions and you feel like an ultra really isn't for you, that's 100% okay. All right. I honestly don't want to force people into doing it. And when you force it, that's when you're going to get into trouble, right? If you really don't feel up to it, you're burnt out, you're overtrained, you're injured. Like that's, this is not the place to start trying to work those things out. Like we want to get those things figured out before we head into a 50K. So just because I do ultras or somebody else you know does them doesn't necessarily mean you should do them. And that's okay. It's okay to say no. But my inclination is that if you're here and you're listening to this podcast and you're asking yourself this question, then the likelihood is that you should try it. You should try it. You should just go for it, okay? Pick a race. Pick a race that it has that gives you enough lead time to train adequately for it. Find a plan, find a coach, find, you know, put together all of the assets and the resources that you're going to need and then go for it. Go all in on it. Just do it. Like what do you have to lose? Like really? Because when someone comes to me and asks me, "What should I should I do a 50k?" That's what I'm going to say. Like first, yes, always. Like, unless you can present me with like a real reason that you shouldn't do it and not some made up BS reason, like you don't have time. We could talk about that. We're not going to on this episode, but I'm always going to tell you yes, because what do you have to lose? What do you have to lose except all your old habits, like the old limiting thoughts and beliefs, like all the bullshit that you've been marinating in for a long time that's been like keeping you at whatever distance you're at. And I can say that because that's what I was doing. That's 100% what I was doing at the marathon distance. I was hanging on to this goal, this like arbitrary number. It didn't mean anything to anybody like outside of my brain. <laughs> like, I made it mean something that I hadn't hit four hours. And so I kept, you know, proverbially banging my head against this wall, trying to accomplish this goal when realistically, like it just wasn't in the cards. Now I will say back then I didn't train the way that I train now. So if I trained back then, how I train now, I definitely would have gotten it, but that's neither here nor there. But that's one of the lessons. That's one of the lessons that I learned by leveling up. Okay. Now I could go on on tangents forever, but I won't. (laughs) So I guess I just want to leave you with this thought that like, if you make the decision to do it, go all in and really do it. 
And don't quit when the going gets tough because that's precisely the moment that you're going to learn the most about yourself and what you're capable of. Okay? Do we have a deal? If you're in, you're all in. And if you need help, let me know. Okay? Like, send me an email, send me a DM. Like, if you're stuck, there are people that are willing to help and give you like the support and the accountability and the guidance and the knowledge and like all the things. Okay. Like just ask for help. All right. Deal. Deal with me here. If you make the decision to do it, go all in and really do it. Don't quit. All right. Okay. I think I can, (laughs) I'll stop. (laughs) Um, if you found this helpful, I want to encourage you to pass this episode along to your friends that are sort of like waffling about whether or not to do their first 50K, okay? Because sometimes you just need to hear someone else call you out on your own baloney um, in order to move on. And maybe these three questions are ones that they've never even thought about, and it would be helpful for them to really think through and get to a place where they know whether or not it's right for them, all right? Now, before I let you guys go, I have a big announcement for you guys. I've been talking about the fact that I'm working on something big. And if you follow me on Instagram, you'll have witnessed my struggles <laughs> over the last couple of weeks building a new web page for this thing. But I'm happy to report that it is finally done and I'm ready to share that I have a new group coaching program that's launching on the 31st of January. Okay. It's called Run Your First 50K, and it's specifically for women that have the big, scary goal to complete their first 50K in 2022. Now, you can get more info about the program at my fancy schmancy <laughs> new site, which is www.runyourfirst50k.com. So runyourfirst50k.com. And it's going to be a six-week program where I walk you step-by-step through the process of training for your very first 50K. So it's basically everything that I have learned and practiced and tested and failed at uh, over the last seven years. And it's kind of distilled down into this six-week program. So it's everything you ever wanted and needed to know about 50K training. It is in there, okay? So there's a 20-week training plan. There's um, strength and mobility videos, there's coaching, there's like, it's all there, all right? Now, you can't just sign up for the program, you have to apply, and this is something that I do with virtually all of my group coaching programs because I really like to get to know everyone and build what I always refer to as a kick-ass community that supports one another. So that's not only while we're in the program, but then afterwards, like To this day, I will go on Instagram and see um, people that have been in the program and see other people who have also been in the program commenting, liking, supporting, encouraging people that they were in programs with. Okay. So like, that's what we want. I want to just build this community of people that are into ultras that are committed to helping other people along their ultra journey, like all of that. All right. So go to the website, runyourfirst50k.com, and right at the top, you'll see the apply button. Um, But you can also scroll through and get more info about the program. I made you guys a little video there. You should watch it. Um, And then you can all marvel at my fancy schmancy (laughs) new site. Um, (laughs) 
I know I like, I'm just, that's not my thing, right? Like coding and, and building a site isn't my thing. So I'm going to be my own little cheerleader here on this one because it's a completely new platform for me. And I learned it in basically a week. So there we go. Now I will tie this back to my point about, do I like challenges? Previous Megan, old Megan would have just stayed with the dumb website that she had before and wouldn't have even attempted this whole process of trying to teach myself how to build a whole new site because it just would have been too hard. Okay. But through the process of ultra training, I've just figured out that if I just break it down into smaller component parts and just tackle the component parts, eventually the big thing will get done. Okay. That right there, you guys, I just gave you the secret to your first 50K. I basically just gave you the secret to everything, but <laughs> like just break it down into, into its component parts and work on the component parts. And then eventually the thing will be done. You don't have to take it down. You don't have to, what's the phrase? Eat an elephant all in one bite. It's dumb to begin with, but you get the point, right? So if you want to run your first 50K this year, ladies, this program is for ladies, go to that website, check it out, apply for the program, and you will hear from me beforehand. We'll trade some emails. I'll probably have some follow-up questions for you, and we'll kind of hash it out, and we'll get you all set up before the 31st of January. All right? Okay, you guys, that's all for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Enjoy this beat, and I'll see you all soon. Oh, 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 oh,